So I, I know you've got a lot going on. But remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. Late Show Pond Show listeners can get 20% off on all Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise on ParamountShop.com. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show shirts, mugs, accessories, and more with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com. It's the Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest tonight is a very funny stand-up comedian and the newest late-night host of After Midnight. Please welcome back to the Late Show, Taylor Tomlinson. Nice to see you again. Nice to see you. Thanks for having me back. Uh, uh, my pleasure. Uh, I had a really great time with you the last time you were on here in November because we were announcing that you were taking over for After Midnight and uh, af- after this show for After Midnight. And it made a little splash. There's the New York Times. Taylor Tomlinson to host new CBS late night show after Colbert. Taylor Tomlinson to host CBS After Midnight. Vulture. Taylor Tomlinson to host After Midnight After Midnight. <laughs> what was it like for you? Like, did your phone blow up? Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, every person I've ever met, I think, texted me, besides, like, three, which are the three you remember. Sure. I don't know. When you got your show, was it like that? I'll never forgive them. You'll never forgive them. No. Dead to me, right? Exactly, 100%. Yeah, Yeah. if my sixth-grade teacher can remember to text me, so can you, my ex's mom. Like, I don't... After Midnight is a... a, It's it's a late-night show, but it's it's full of games. It's it's comedians, it's you as the host, and and then a cavalcade of comedians who are... Uh, playing games about the stupidest things that happened on the internet that day. Yes. Do, do you enjoy games? You know, I'm one of those horrible people who gets really into games until it becomes clear that I suck at them. And then halfway through the game, I'm like, this game's dumb. And it's dumb that everyone's so invested in it. And I'm <laughs> embarrassed for all of you trying. So I think it's good that I'm hosting and not competing. Are you the sort of person who just flips the board over at Absolutely. a certain point. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm like, nobody's playing. How about that? <laughs> I win. It's over. <laughs> now, the thing about hosting these shows, I get to meet people like Taylor Tomlinson. You get to, you get to have guests on. You'll have, you know, like, a million comedians, but you also have stars on, on, on the show. Is, yeah. Are you excited about uh, the prospect of uh, the famous people? I, I am excited. I'm nervous because I want to keep my cool. I will say, my sister and I saw Merrily We Roll Along last night when we flew in. On Broadway here, On yeah. Broadway here, Fantastic. Um, and uh, because I have a show, thank you, um, my agents were like, do you want us to try to get a chance for you to meet Daniel Radcliffe after? Because we know you loved Harry Potter growing up. And uh, <laughs> as well as all of his other works. And <laughs> I was like, no, because I'll cry. And, but I was like, you know what, Taylor? You got to get better at this. You're about to be on a late night show. They're going to have big guests coming through. Like, just be cool. And we went in. We kept it short and sweet. I think I was very respectful. I didn't say anything crazy. I didn't try to touch his face. I wasn't like, you got me through fifth grade. Like, I didn't do, you know. And he's exa- he's so nice. He's like exactly what you want him to be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not exactly how I pictured meeting him. I thought I'd be 10 and we'd be at Disneyland and getting married. But it was a very close second, the whole experience. One thing you should prepare yourself about meeting, like, the really famous people. Because a lot of famous people are sort of professionally attractive. Right. 
And then you meet them and you go, eh. <laughs> you, I should be prepared to you be You should be prepared. Down. Sometimes the people who are professionally attractive, like, you know, the, the fantastic cheekbones and the big eyes and everything, you meet them and you go, you look like a bug. <laughs> That's why I like comedy, because if you show up even look... Do you know how many people told me I look fantastic tonight? Because they expect so little of a comedian. <laughs> It's great. No this one expects true. you to be professionally this attractive, so anything yeah. close to it you, you is look, great. You, you, you look genuinely lovely this evening. Thank you. I was fishing for that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I apologize for taking that long <laughs> to say that. that. That's on me. Now, uh, you, you just finished uh, Have It All tour. Is that what yes. it's called? Having It All or Have It All? Have It All. Have It All. Mm-hmm. It's your longest tour of all time. Mm-hmm. How long is that? Uh, we did over 130 shows. I think we did around 135, 140. Yeah. That's a long tour, and it's going to be a Netflix special. It is. February 13th. February 13th. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Day before Valentine's. Yeah, you need plans on Valentine's Netflix Day. and chill. Come, Come on over a little chill. Taylor Tomlinson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is it safe to say that now that you... you, you you've, third Netflix special? Third Netflix special. No third yeah. special. Um, you, you got your own TV show. Yeah. Do you have it all? I mean, it depends who you ask, I guess. Like, I'm, asking, I'm asking you. I mean, right now, I feel like I definitely do. But, you know, when you're when you're 12 years old, you have different expectations of how your life's going to go. So I always say, you know, like, yeah, I thought by 30 I'd be married and have kids. And instead, all I have are three Netflix specials and a late-night show. So it's been You'll get devastating. There. You'll get there. It's been hard. Yeah. Now, some people, some people, some people may already know this about you, but some may not, is that you started off in the Christian comedy circuit. Yeah. But there is a circuit of, of Christian. There is a circuit. There's a circuit, okay. Yeah. And you started, like, at 16 yeah. doing this. Okay, so what jokes were you doing then that are out of your repertoire? Well, you know, we called it testimony, but I was getting laughs. I... <laughs> <laughs> you guys are good. I like you. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny, because they were asking me this backstage, and I, I got fired from my last church gig because I tweeted a joke with innuendo in it. I know. <laughs> Big reaction for innuendo. What, so. was the, what was the joke? The, 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 wait, this, like, fired, you cannot be on the circuit anymore? Well, I had, like, one... I was opening for one huge church comedian uh, at the time, and they had called me. I know it sounds silly, but it's real! <laughs> Very talented comedian, and uh, their team called me after I tweeted this joke, and we're like, hey, we just, you know, we think you're great, but we can't have any sort of suggestive material out there uh, coming from you. So the joke that eventually I ended up doing on television on Late Night So It Worked Out was, um, I'm like a wild animal in bed, way more afraid of you than you are of me. Fine joke. Quality Thank you. joke. It's, Quality joke. You know, and it's a was, tweet. was this an ultimatum, like... You, you drop that joke and you can stay, or you gotta go? No, they were like, it's on the internet. You're gone. Yeah. No, there wow. was no, like, change your ways, or it was like... So there's yeah, no forgiveness gonna... in Christian No, 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 comedy. no. They... <laughs> That's important to remember. It's important to remember. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. They were like, we gave your dates to someone else. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you, you, you know, you've, you've done so many gigs. You've done churches, as we've said, uh, 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 Corporate gigs, which are so fun. So fun. We love and, the corporate gigs. And, uh, you know, I can tell you all about uh, Babcock clamps and nisofundoplication because of all the industrials I did for Dave All Medical Supply. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, you have such great... You've pushed through things that I... Like, after I got this job, you had your appendix burst? Shortly after you got this job, I, my appendix tried to kill me. Which is so... Which, again, I'm so sorry I was worried about you, but also I was annoyed for me because I... <laughs> I, shortly after doing your show, got mono... And which my doctor tells me most people get in high school or college. I understand. I am a loser. 
And I was like, wow, I'm going to be so brave for pushing through all this stuff, having had mono. And then you push through your appendix poisoning you on yes. television. And so I just am not That's how you get 1130, baby. <laughs> they don't just give these deaths away. You'll get there. You know, a cyst or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A cyst or something. <laughs> You'll get there. As long as it's very painful. Yeah, now, yeah. Uh, so, but, okay, you've done so many different gigs, and the thing that people don't understand about being a touring stand-up is that you do so many different venues. Is there a hardest sort of venue for, for you, as a hardest crowd for yeah. you? Yeah, cruise ships. Cruise yeah. ships, because yeah. they're all Logie on ship? the Unlimited Shrimp or something like that? I mean, I was... I've never the, done a cruise ship. You've never done a cruise ship? No. Yeah, I've only done them for work, and uh, it is a demoralizing experience. But I was also doing it when I was, like, 21 years old, and so... The, how, how long are you at sea? I, like, I have a couple weeks, maybe, a week or two. Sure. Yeah, you know, but then you come back and everything's different. It was... <laughs> it's like space, you know? But... <laughs> it was... It was a lot because it was usually me and, like, one other comedian who's usually, like, a middle-aged family man guy. Um, and my career hasn't changed much. And... Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. Like, I, mm. I saw it. I said, sure, we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're uh -huh. so in sync. Uh, but these guys would have, like, an hour of material about the boat itself because they were such cruise pros. Sure. And I was there going, like, dating's weird, right? Everybody on their 40th anniversary at sea? So I was just not good for it at all. I felt bad for the passengers, honestly. They, um, uh, you, you know, as I said, you've been doing this since you were really young. Here you are. How old are you when you're doing this? Oh, I think that was me at 16, yeah. At 16. Yeah, you can tell because of the side bang. Um, what was young Taylor like? Was it, like, even... Were you always, like, was it always important for you to be funny? Like, were you funny... Funny at school? You know, people ask me that a lot. They're like, were you class clown? And if you go back, if you find my high school yearbook, I did technically win class clown, but the only reason I won it is because on the piece of paper for voting, it said funniest. And in order to vote, you had to go turn in the piece of paper to the yearbook room. So all the people who voted were, like, studious, smart kids who were my friends who were like, we'll vote for you for funniest. You do stand-up. And uh, then it came out, and it was class clown, which is a huge difference. <laughs> I was not a class clown, and I think a lot of popular kids looked at that and went, who is this? Ruining, <laughs> ruining our royal court of senior standouts. Right. There's a huge difference between... I was also... I was voted a wittiest in so my much high better. school. It was... There was... Because the... The person voted funniest may have, like, some tragedy in their life that they're, like, you know, doing the jokes on top of. Class Clown is a tragedy. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And they're generally peaking. Yes, they they're are. They're generally peaking. They're on their way down. We were on our way up. We have to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Taylor Tomlinson, everybody. Now you can feel like you're in the audience at the Ed Sullivan Theater with official Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise at ParamountShop.com. Shop t-shirts, mugs, accessories, and more, and Late Show Poncho listeners can take 20% off with code TLS20. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show products with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com. Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney, the voice of Korra on The Legend of Korra. And me, Dante Bosco, the voice of Zuko on The Last Airbender and General Iroh on The Legend of Korra. 
Each week, we'll recap and discuss another episode of The Last Airbender. I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but... Amazing guests stop by from creators to cast to super fans to chat all things Avatarverse. Are we saying that this is possible in the Avatar universe? Varney, we gotta spread the word. Now fans can also check out our weekly video pods too by subscribing to the official Avatar YouTube channel. That's a lot of fire, isn't it? That's right, we're on video this season, everybody. So whether you're a super fan with encyclopedic knowledge or you're brand new to this incredible world, it's Fire Nation time, Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Brave the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everybody, we're back here with the new host of After Midnight, Taylor Tomlinson. I am I'm very excited about After Midnight, and I and I I cannot wait for the first episode again. It's going to be a week from tomorrow. Yes. At uh, twelve thirty-seven or some weird time, they put us on next week. Uh, could you give me an example of what might be happening on the show? An example of the games that might be played based upon what's happening on the internet? Yes, of course. So we have a game we brought today, we thought it'd be fun, called Ick or No Ick. Steven, I know you've been happily married for 50 million years. Do you know what an ick is? The only ick I know is a disease that your fish can get in a freshwater tank. <laughs> so close. Um... <laughs> Okay, so ick is a term introduced by the internet where you suddenly get turned off by the person you're dating, by what they're wearing or say or dress. And mostly women... A deal breaker. Yeah, a deal breaker, exactly. Mostly women experience this because we have standards, unfortunately. Um, (laughs) But some of these you might not even think of. Like, for example, no-show socks. Okay. Take a look. You look so See, now that's an ick. Socks should be seen and not heard. I get it. I understand the premise. You get it. You understand? understand Okay, so you want to play a quick round? I'm ready to play a quick round. Of ick or no ick. Many people are saying it's the new balderdash. Steven, I'm going to give you a quirk, and you tell me if it is an ick or no ick. Are you ready, Dr. Colbert? I'm ready. I was told to call you that. First up, clapping when an airplane lands. Ick or no ick? Um, uh, Right now, if someone lands a plane with all the parts it took off with... (laughs) Standing ovation. I I say no. I say no ick. Okay. I mean, that's a this week specific answer, but the overall answer is it's an ick. Okay. Landing the plane is not a performance. Landing the plane is the bare minimum. All right. Okay, I get it. Okay. You get it. I get All right. It, yeah. Not a strong start, but we're we're getting into it. <laughs> Next up, Instagram account for your pet. Ick or no ick? Uh. Okay. Okay. Instagram for your pet. All right, if you're one of those people who goes to, like, the park with, like, an iguana or, like, a cockatiel on your shoulder just waiting for us to ask, what kind of pet is that? We're never going to ask. We know what you're doing. Just go home and put it on Instagram. (laughs) I would say Instagram for pet is no ick. All right, the answer is ick. Social media is toxic. Steven, do you want to give your dog body dysmorphia? They're already captives. Okay, two for two. Not going great. All right, what about okay. this one? We'll give you another so shot. I'm t- t- two zip, okay, Yeah, got it, got two it. zip so far. Yep. Uh, that's okay, you already have a show. Um... So do you, <laughs> for now. <laughs> All right, keep All going. Right. All right, what about this one? Being an only child, ick or no ick? Uh, well, I'm one of 11, uh, uh, so I don't necessarily know. I would say 
probably no ick because then you only have to imagine your parents doing it once. Have you imagined your parents doing it 11 times? Well, you are the Galadriel of late night. <laughs> Taylor Tomlinson, thank you so much thank for being so here. Much. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game, headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy.